Hello everybody and welcome back. Last time we got paid by Senor Wanson and, well, they also got free tacos for life, which is, in my opinion, way more exciting. Then Mary Sue made mention about some kind of personal job or quest or idea that she wanted to do. They didn't want to talk about this in the middle of a place where they just had a meet with a Johnson, so they all broke and we're going to come back to talk about it in a couple of days. Here we are moving into downtime, looking at smaller groups of the characters. Today will be Chuck and RC and what they're up to in the next day or two. Let's see what kind of trouble these two boys can get up to. So when you guys got done with Senor Wansen and you guys got paid, it was kind of late at night. We kind of just like fast forward or yada yada through you guys just kind of breaking and going back amongst your own business to whatever it is you're going to do. So what is Chuck doing? Chuck is in a bit of a somber mood when he first heads back home. You know, they're talking about potentially murdering someone and it's not the best of feelings. That also kind of clicks in that he bought the rocket launcher that boss used that may have resulted in someone's death. That was a bystander. He's a little upset with that, but uh, he's also a little excited. Chuck has now come into a large enough amount of new yen that he can uh, purchase his new torso. So he wants to set that up with the Ancients Doctor. I think it was like Dr. Pepper or something like that. Oh, it totally was. So this is like next morning you're making the appointment and stuff? So yeah, just do a Matrix magic thingy and find out the com code for the address. Wave your digital wand and just kind of make things happen. That's how it works. And this is like the next morning you're just setting up an appointment? Yeah, yeah. After a little bit of talking with the receptionist, they will tell you it'll be a little bit of time before they can do the actual installation surgery. But the sooner you can come in to get more or less your measurements taken so that they have a better idea of what you want, Kind of like a fitting for a suit before they go and do all the tailoring. Right, makes sense. Especially as, you know, you want that alpha grade stuff. You want that better than average stuff. Right, exactly. It can't exactly just fall off the back of a truck. It needs to be made specifically for me. It needs to actually be ordered, like, legitimately. and That's new and unusual for them. <laughs> I should probably do some... Update diagnostics on your current stuff because you know it gets better stress testing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Of course, you get the feeling you're going to be in for a bit of a sales pitch. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. And they'll set you up for an appointment like the next day because you're happy to drop a giant pile of money on this guy. Yep. So then that afternoon, you can grade guide down there. It looks more or less the same as what you remember including the same receptionist that isn't really seeming to pay much attention, almost letting you check in, like, digitally, rather than dealing with their personages. A couple of minutes will go by, like two, three after your appointment time, and the doctor will come out and look around, look off an AR, and then recognize you because he, you know, saw you at your worst. It's like, ah, yes, uh, Mr. Johnson, I have your appointment right here. He will step to the side for you to go past him into the back if you wish. Ah, wonderful. Uh, It's been a while since I've seen you. Yeah, last time, uh, wasn't, you weren't at your best. No, no, I can't say I was. You you did a 
decent enough job hooking me back up and together. So I figured why not uh, repeat business? Happy to see that you're still in one piece. Well, I mean, the arm comes off if I want it to, so one-ish piece. And he will take you back to a dentist chair mixed with a horror show. Sounds wonderful. So as you sit down and start disrobing, he will pour himself a little tumbler glass of some kind of brown liquor, and he will light up a cigarette as he wheels a beat-up stool over to the side of the chair. He'll take your clothes from you, like your shirt and your jacket or whatever, and your hoodie, and he'll hang them up on the back of the door, and then notice that you have a different arm. And he'll look over that, like, oh, this is new and different. Yeah, I, a friend of mine paid for it, and I couldn't really exactly choose where I got it installed. But uh, it's a nice it's a nice fit and everything, and with improved synth skin, too. He's going to know that it's clearly fake, but, but it is very nice, and he's happy to play with it a little bit and ask you questions. He will begin to ask you questions about the rest of your augmentations that you had received from him and how they are holding up any trouble, any issues. Yeah, they're really itchy, actually. They, uh, I think there's been a problem with my body taking it, the, the actual augmentation. And, uh, yeah, it's right here. He's like scratching his collarbone. This is where it's really bad, right, right here. I'm thinking the, the new AlphaWare will, uh, will clean that up nice. So it doesn't itch anymore. He'll look at it. I imagine it's a little red from inconsistent scratching and itching, just irritation. Yeah. He will hit a pedal on the bottom of the chair, and it'll go into that laid way back dentist style. And he'll pull down some hanging tools and be like, well, just let me take a look. Sure thing. So I've wondered, actually, what's it like, you know, being a doctor and working for, uh, you know, I don't know if I can say, like, organized crime ancient things, you know? Is it different than normal doctor work? I'll take you a glass of booze and take a drink and put it back down. You can smell it. It's strong stuff. And then he'll stub out his cigarette that he's finished. Well, it lets me continue to practice ever since I lost my license. Yeah. I think I remembered reading that when I did some research. That, uh, how'd you lose it? He will make mention that in the Crash 2.0, a lot of paperwork and stuff got lost and that kind of stuff. A lot of people are worse off than him, but rather than not being able to do anything, the ancients at least allowed him to continue to practice medicine and work for them, even without official paperwork or a functioning sin. The rehearsed nature of this statement and the way he is carrying himself as if he has said it a hundred times leads you to believe that this is a lie. Right. Well, I mean, he's going to perform surgery on me. I'm not going to push the case. (laughs) Smart move. He'll poke with a couple of tools at the joint of the torso in your flesh. looks like there was some expansion here. Oh, yeah? Is that... That's... Oh, yeah. That. Putting on a little weight? Yeah, I... The model I pointed out to you kind of just, you know, deals with that more than uh, the one that I have here. Kind of just eats away the excess. We have a couple of options that we could do to help with that. Oh, yeah? You still have your stomach, 
so we could get you an augmented stomach to help your body process more of the more delicious foods to help keep some of that weight off. Yeah, well, how much would that be? If you want, since you're coming back as such a repeat customer, be happy to to add that in with the price of the torso. Should help keep this off. It'll kind of poke at the shoulder there where there's some of that flabby skin that's maybe overflowing a little bit. Or uh, Yeah, that, that'd be great. Thanks. He'll roll the chair down by your hips and your waists where the torso kind of goes into the leg. Starts looking at that down there. And the, the love handle section is like there's some expansion down here as well. I'm glad I came in to get it checked up then. Now let's talk about sculpting. This torso is, well, it's a majority of your body. How would you like it to look? Well, I mean, I was planning on getting a, an improved synth skin mod added later. But to actually make it look, I mean, like normal skin, probably a little muscular. It should be, right? They asked extra muscle enhancements and stuff that I've asked for for this. Yeah, yeah. I want it to look natural. I don't want to be, you know, like a freak show or anything. In this day and age, natural is what we make it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to say my main focus is um, I don't want it to uh, stand out any more than it normally would. Okay, okay. So normal six-pack abs, broad chest, any preferences on chest hair? I mean, I've never been able to grow it, so sure, a little bit. Why not? That'd be great. All right, and he'll pull up some AR stuff and begin paper dolling different patterns and stuff like that. You can get it shaped like your name. Interesting. Um, eventually, he just picks one with just light hair, not much. Now, we could also do something if you want, and he'll go up to his stubble on his chin to help in the... The beard growing, hair lengthening, silky smooth hair. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm fine with that for now. I'll keep that in mind, though, if I need to grow a beard someday. All kinds of things that we could do to change the appearance of folks. I don't need that now, and, you know, while I, I do still have a budget. <laughs> so, um, last time I was here, um, and a few other times I've saw this, uh, that, that, um, uh, Mary Sue's friend, uh, uh, Valentine. It's, uh, I haven't seen him in a while. How's he doing? Do you want to go ahead and roll some Judge Intentions? So with five net hits, you'll catch the double take. You'll catch the nervous look as he looks around the testing room. He'll turn back. You can see that he doesn't want to really say, but he'll make the statement of, uh, I haven't seen him personally, but some of his associates came in for some stuff a couple of days ago. Why, he, uh, you know, seen personally, did he run into some trouble or something? Like, he looked a little off. Oh, they just came by and, uh, you know, picked up some of the usual stuff, a little bit of general medical stuff, some antiviral agents, you know, the 
the usual stuff. You have some medical knowledge, right? Three hits. You know that things like antivirals are not general pickup things that people, especially people like gangers, would come in and pick up. Neither are really antibiotics kind of stuff. They're probably more into the drugs. Doesn't sound like a gang I would normally hear about. Uh, they uh, are going on a health kick or something? Like, Why would they need antibiotics and antiviral stuff? He starts to get more and more nervous to the point where he's going to quickly finish up the inspection, diagnostics, whatever it is that he was working on with your augmentations and roll himself back over towards the other side where your stuff is and stand up. It's like, well, uh, Mr. Johnson, no, that's uh, not usually something that people get, but I just fill the orders. You know, I'm not here to ask questions. And he will begin to get your stuff off of the hook in a very hurried fashion. Huh. Is it okay? That's sure. Yeah, because gangs have their secrets. Yep, they sure do. Huh. Must be uh distributing to uh the poor and needy who need it, right? I'm sure that somebody needed it. Alright, well uh give me a call when you get the stuff in and I'll be back. And he will be happy to quickly get you out of here. Huh. Okay. It is a complete 180 from his previous attempt to sell you on more augmentation. I'm assuming there's no host for this place. There's probably not a host. There's probably just a com link that's slightly better than the ones Yeah. Chuck is going to do a quick scan to see if there's a com link that he could maybe try and steal some information on. There is a rating three com link that is the highest com link in the area. And when you get your hits off of Matrix Perceptioning it, it'll be identifiable as the doctor's. I will do a quick hack on the fly on that. You can look through and find the files that you're looking for, stuff that is, like, probably broken up into, like, ancient, regular business, ordering, that kind of deal. I don't see this guy as being terribly well organized, but I see him as, like, all right, this is for them. This is handled through a different type of payment, whereas this is something else. Chuck's going to be looking for large orders of drugs of, you know, more medical style drugs than party drugs. Do you want to give me a matrix search to see how long this takes you to flick through his comm link? Four hits. So in not very much time, you're going to be able to find the order from what he was talking about in the exam room, cross-referenced with another quick matrix search. It is some pretty strong antivirals that are usually used in treatments for preventing people who are exposed to HMHVV from getting worse. Huh. They're not, like, specifically for HMHVV, but it's just, like, you got exposed to something hazardous that might carry a disease. Let me just inject you with this, because it's not going to do any harm, but it'll probably do some good. Right. So there might be an outbreak of some kind in the Ancients area. Somebody may have gotten exposed or... Yeah. You'll find some encrypted communications from somebody in the Ancients, because it's in the ancient section of his comm link. A lot of his non-business stuff in here is encrypted. Basically anything that's not an invoice. Right. Hmm. I think Chuck might do a little bit more investigating. But she doesn't want to go into the Barons alone. Is this where we call RC? I think so. 
Chuck is interested in doing more investigation on this, so, uh, he has to go into the Barrens, though, so he'll make a quick call to his good friend, R.C. Hey, uh, R.C., how's it going? Hey, uh, I, I guess I'm doing all right. Uh, what's up, man? Um, I found some interesting stuff happening, um, that I kind of want to investigate. And the problem is, is it's in the Barrens, and Grid Guy doesn't go into the Barrens, and I don't have a car. Aha! And so you thought you'd call your old buddy RC and get a ride out there, right? Well, I'm not Uber. I want to know what's going on. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, um, how about you, uh, you come pick me up. Um, if it's not a good enough reason, I'll pay you something. Otherwise, you just tag along. Okay, you can't tell me over the airwaves here? I mean... Where is listening in? I don't necessarily trust Matrix Communications all the time. That's one of the smartest things I've heard in a while. On the way. <laughs> all right. See you soon. Chuck goes to RC's van. Chuck is bringing what looks like a sword with him into RC's van. Is that like a curved walking stick, or do you, is that an actual sword? Uh, yeah, it's a sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May I ask why you have a sword? Are you intending to go to some type of uh, historical event? Uh, no, no. Um, I've been practicing with it, and going into the barrens without um, more muscular people. I thought I'd bring this, and uh, he lifts up his hoodie. And you see his taser just kind of stuffed in his pants. So the proper ratio of firearm to melee weapon is taser-sword. That's the equation that you came to? Yeah. It, yes. Yes, I did. I, I would have gone a different way. I would have gone with, like, a Swiss Army knife bazooka, right? Because, you know, hmm. guns are generally more effective than swords because, you know, they can reach out and touch someone. You're like, don't take it the wrong way. Like what, 60% robot? Cyborg? Cyborg? Yeah, yeah, about 60, 70%, yeah. Okay, I, I could put a gun literally on your arm, and you would just think, presumably, like, I want to shoot this person because they're being a dick, and then, like, that would happen. Right, yes. Um, true. I'll remember that for when I get my arm replaced. Great, wonderful. Alright, so you have a sword. That's good, I guess. Yeah, um,. So I guess you want to know why we're going here. The good point. I was distracted by your uh, bladed weapon there. Yes. Where are we going? Why are we going? What are we doing? Um. So you remember the the doc that um, patched me up after the uh, grenade incident? Uh. Yeah. Vaguely. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Pepper or Dr. Pepper was his name. Yeah. I went to get um, some measurements for new parts that I'm going to be getting, and uh, he. Uh, I was asking about the ancients and stuff, and he seemed super fishy and whatnot. I'm like, sure, gangs need their privacy. But then I found out they uh, put in large purchases for um, like antibiotics and antiviral, like super powerful ones. Not like, oh, I got tetanus, I need to make sure I don't die. Or I got rabies, I need to make sure I don't die. Those are like more than that, like HMHVV style antibiotics. Viral stuff. So I was 
going to investigate the area. I mean, I don't think they're just handing those out willy-nilly and, you know, vaccinating the kids. Okay, so you were talking to your doctor, and he was measuring you for some newspaper part. And, you know, by the by, you uh, ascertained that the ancients are trying to obtain high-grade antiviral no, no. or antibiotics. They successfully... Oh, they have. And you're trying to figure out why. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. Well, it makes sense to me. They're probably went on some kind of, like, crazy, you know. I mean, they're a gang, and, you know... <laughs> I don't know, but why do you care? I... It was just a feeling. The uh, the doctor was really hiding stuff. He was trying to sell me everything, and then I asked this question, and he's kicking me out the door as soon as possible. Okay, that's fine. I don't really care. I mean, I have nothing else to do. I'm not allowed. Let's go. So where are we going? We're going to the Barons? Barons, yeah. The, the, do you know where the ancients roughly are? I've been to Mary Sue's place, but I don't know the area very well. I presume Archie does not know where the ancients are hanging out. Actually... If you want to go ahead and roll your memory roll, so things R.C. will remember, when Chuck exploded, there was a ghoul there. Other things you will remember is going to some yuppie bar in the Barrens with where you were the only human. Everybody else was an elf. Okay. Uh, look, I, I remember some kind of bar. I only guess it was an ancient hangout. I felt a lot of place. You know, I was the only one who looked a bit like, you know, me. If you if you catch my drift there. Yeah, the ancients are elves and you're not an elf. I get it. Right, exactly. Got it one. So if there's a bar that you could possibly, you know, certificate for with your, you know, computer skills. I mean, I'm all right. I, I can do it. I can do it. But, you know, in as much as, you know, I'm driving, right? So. So you want me to get you directions to a elf bar in the Barrens? Is that what you're saying? Sure. Probably one that appears to be, I don't know, vaguely shady. Uh, you know, if you see one that has a bunch of, you know, uh, ferns and, you know, some asshole on a DJ, not that. That was not there. Okay. Um, Matrix search for shady elf bar that doesn't have DJs? Sure. Given Mary Sue's old address that you are familiar with and the previous criteria that you were given RC, the closest one there is the poorhouse. It fits a lot of the criteria in that it's in the area. It's a primarily elf bar as you look into it a little bit. Searching on a little bit more of the shadier sides of the matrix, you're going to find out it's got a lot of ancients activity in the area. As good a spot as any to get started. Alright. I send the location to RC. Does this uh, ring any bells? This looks like that yuppie elfy bar that you were at that one night that wasn't super great. See, that wasn't that hard. I gave you the exact adjectives you needed to find the right place. I tapped this thing in the old GPS and let her rip. Best for keyword searches. So we need a plan. Okay, you wanted to spy on these people? I mean, I got drones. You want to shoot them all? I got drones for that, but that seems a bit excessive. That would be excessive. So, I mean, it started when I was asking about Valentine. Remember that uh, that guy, um, Mary Sue's boyfriend? How could I forget? Right, yeah. So, I don't know, maybe just ask for him? 
I can just go up and see what's up. But why would I be talking to him? Do you have any ideas? I don't know. You're an elf who wishes to find your gangy elf roots. Yeah, no. Hmm. How about... I'm running low on zen. There we go. There we go. Cool. And what do you need me to do? I don't know. Stay in the car. And I will DNI you if I need you to start it, and I will run towards you as fast as possible. Okay, so you want me to stay in the car? I mean, unless, unless you want to come in. I mean, you can if you want, but... I can come in, but I feel like it will not go great. Okay. Okay. We probably shouldn't go in together. Now, if you want me to go in there separately, that's fine. I go to the bar. I'll drink my drink. I'll be polite. My drone girl will stand by the van. What do you want me to do? I don't know. I, I've only thought in as far as getting me a drive there. Okay. Well, I feel like we're overthinking this. You're an elf. It's an elf bar. What could go wrong? I'm going to shot in the car. I have my drones and I have a shotgun and I point the old shotty there in between the, uh, the console of the seat. If you need anything, shoot me a DNI. Stall for time. Cavalry will come running. Otherwise, do what you gotta do and come out. I'll throw some drones up in the air to watch for, you know, God knows what. Alright, sounds good. Let's do this. Here, hold on. Before you go in there, if you're gonna engage in some espionage activities, it's best to have a little bit of a, a masking of your eyes. They're the windows to the soul. You know, people can read eyes, so I'm gonna hand chuck a pair of aviator sunglasses. Large mirrored. Um, thanks. I, I have cyber eyes, so, you know, I can... Okay. He just puts on the glasses. Thank you, RC. You're welcome. Go forth. Make it, make it so. Are you bringing the sword in? Chuck is not gonna bring the sword. That'd be too conspicuous. Seal enter. Some people will turn and see just because they're sitting near the door or like our employees that notice the alert in their AR. Most people will ignore you. You will notice that just about everybody in here is an elf or a human looking elf or maybe an elf poser, but it's kind of hard to tell from just a quick scan of the room. And the people that kind of stop to look at you just go back to whatever they're doing. Oh, so first he's going to look around, see if he can find Valentine. No matter how many perception hits you roll, you will not see Valentine. I figured as much. So after not seeing Valentine, Chuck will sit down and uh, talk to the barkeep. As he scans the room, RC, you will notice the two dudes that were Valentine's left and right hand, basically his his number twos. Ass hat one and ass hat two. Got it. Yeah. They're familiar. You probably don't remember their names because they're yuppie elves. Yeah, neither I nor RC remember their names. And if you want, you can throw dice for your fly spies flying around outside. Watching the van, and I've got one that's kind of like circling lazily around the place. Cool. So I figure if I see anything happening, I'll at least halfway be aware of it, unless it's pretty damn stealthy. Your van is amazing looking. Look at all these details with this 10 hits of just high, super mega fidelity pictures. Excellent. My van is amazing. Of course, I knew that when I had the paint job of the CAS logo on the top. Induce of Hazard Orange. You're not going to see Valentine's bike anywhere. You will see parked around back the three shade of hot pink bike that is uh, an affront to all sense of taste everywhere. This bike is the one that I am uh, what uh, familiar with from previous endeavors. Yep. Okay, yep, I'm good. 
I will let Chuck know that there may be a uh, chick elf in there who's kind of fancied herself a bit of a ganger. I recognize her bike. So just heads up. If you see a chick, it's her pink bike out back. Don't know if it's useful or not. Okay. Yeah, Chuck's going to go try and get the barkeeper's attention. Bartender will take a second and then come over to you, as all bartenders are prone to do. I'll put down a glass in front of you and just like, afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, could I, uh, just get a Soyweiser, I guess? Yeah. He'll go halfway down the bar into a chest of beers, you know, crack it open and bring it back to you. Cool, thanks. Um, so, I've been looking for this guy, um, he goes by, uh, Valentine. Has he been around here recently? Do you want to give me some kind of role to gauge this guy's reaction? On two hits, you're going to notice him flinch a little bit and look around the room, but not have a meltdown like the doctor did. He'll straighten up and go a little bit less friendly and be like, haven't, uh, haven't seen him for a while. Don't imagine I'm going to be seeing him anytime in the near future. Oh, he, uh, get, uh, I don't know what you call it, posted or whatever, just another city or something? Uh, something like that. You know something is shady about the way he said that, but not like that it's a, an outright lie kind of thing. Right. Hmm. Do you have a com code or something I could uh, get a hold of him? Or know someone where I can get a com code from? Anything you wanted to do with Valentine, you can take up with... He'll point over to the guy with the two dudes that RC recognized. That guy over there, he's... They call him... Reginald the Tiger. The Tiger, cool. Uh, thanks. And uh, Chuck will pay for the Soyweiser. So Chuck will walk up to the table and go, Uh, Tiger, uh, I was told to talk to you if I have, uh, questions for, um, Valentine. I've, uh, been meaning to, trying to get a hold of him and I can't. They were in a little bit of a conversation, but they quieted it down as you came over. When you mentioned the name Valentine, the two guys are going to shoot a look at each other and be kind of shifty. But Reginald the Tiger will lean back. His hair is blonde and black stripes. And yeah, this is, uh, this is my turf. I'll be happy to help one of my citizens however I can. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was just, um, must have been a month ago now or so. Um, Valentine asked me if I needed help with stuff to come to this bar and ask for help. It would, it would cost me something, but yeah. What kind of help? There's this guy I know who usually gets me my um, my fixing that I need, uh, like um, chems. Oh, yeah. And he uh, he was recently shot. And so, with the association, I was going to try and, you know, get a hold of Valentine to not only figure out, you know, who shot him and dealt with it, because, I mean, he was a good friend of mine. And, uh, yeah, you know, I also need more. I understand. Prescription problem, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, sure. For sure. My man Johnny be happy to take care of you, isn't that right, Johnny? And the guy that he motioned to is like 
Alright, fine. Or at least that's the look that he gives. And then he begins to slide out of the booth. Just, you know, we'll be able to take care of you. No problem. Cool, thanks. But, um, I'm also interested in trying to, you know, find out what happened to my friend and, oh, can I talk to Valentine? The bartender said he was like out of city or something and, yeah, I wouldn't expect him to be coming back anytime soon. Oh, no? Yeah, I just wouldn't worry about it at all. And, uh, just, you know, I'm happy to give you my number. If you ever need restocking on your pharmaceuticals, you know where to find us. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, Chuck looks over to the other elf. Uh, Johnny, was it? Yeah. And he gives you a look like he's seen you somewhere before, but can't place it. Yeah, hey man. Uh, yeah, we'll just uh, we'll just head back here and take care of what you need. Cool, cool. And he'll take you through a, a door into the back. Johnny, I'll take you into a storeroom, and he'll take you over to one of those wall-mounted first aid kits, and he'll open it up. And there is not a single first aid item in this kit. It's all pills and puffers and what's uh. What's your poison, man? Um, so there's two things I need. Yeah. One is I need probably about, uh, let's go 10 doses of Zen. Yeah. And he'll go and he'll start pulling them out. And Chuck pulls out his cred stick and, uh, um, another 200 if you tell me what happened to, uh, what's actually happened to Valentine. Because I have a feeling he's not actually out of town. He'll stop one hand in the medical kit and look at you. How do you, uh, how do you know him? Uh, he saved my life, brought me to, uh, a doctor when I needed it. He'll pull the Zen out of the box. This wouldn't happen to be a doctor, uh, like a month ago in, and then he'll give you the area that the doctor was in. Yeah, maybe somewhere around there. I was a little drugged up at the time. I can't remember exactly where it was. He'll get a little baggy and start put this in, and, and he is silent for a, a long moment. He'll then look up at you like he's... Valentine is dead. Can I take a gamble? He was turned into a ghoul. He's going to narrow his eyes at you as he puts his one hand in his pocket. What makes you say that? Um... Can I send you a video clip? He's got a look of like, I don't know about this, but his curiosity will outweigh his anger. He'll say yeah. So Chuck sends him the video clip of the Stuffer Shack incident. He says, so there's a few ghouls there. And I know some of the people that uh, were affected by that. And my guess is Valentine got infected somehow during that incident. Or around that incident. You'll see his eyes go off in AR, and you can see that he is watching a clip a second time, a third time. His eyes get a little glassy before he shakes it off and looks away. Well, that answers that question. He'll put the bag of Zen into your chest. Yeah, no, he, uh, he didn't make it. Right. Okay. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, no, you, uh... Here's your 200. Just 
Don't tell anybody I told you. Yeah, I I get that. They're not spreading it around. They want to keep it low-key, and this new asshole just wants to act like it never happened, act like Valentine didn't do a lot of things around here, and shit's getting worse. Right. You're going to use the uh, information I just gave you for anything? Maybe uh, revenge against those ghouls? I don't know. It it probably wouldn't make my boss, and he rolls his eyes, want to do anything because he's happy to just be having power over people. So I imagine as long as he can stay where he is, you know, he don't give a shit about the people that came before him. Right. Okay. Well, you know what? I'll, uh, I'll, um, uh, I'm going to need more Zen sometimes. So, uh, we can exchange comm codes and, uh, so I can call you. And, uh, if you need any, uh, you know, matrix help of any kind and you're dealing with this, you know, Valentine was a friend. So I can help out if you need it. Yeah. We'll see what happens. For sure. So Chuck gives a burner comm code to the guy, not his real one. Man, what an asshole. Doesn't even <laughs> trust him for a real com code. Uh, but yeah, but you can write Johnny down if you want. Chuck will just uh, kind of shadily head out. Sure. You've just completed a drug deal and you want to go get high. Exactly. That's the look he's going for. Well, I imagine he's also going to take some Zen, so it's probably exactly what, what just happened. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Chuck would have a prescription because he does have a legal sin where he would have, like, anxiety stuff. So you come back outside. Nobody really bothers you. The bartender waves goodbye. The guys at the table you just did business with wave goodbye. Cersei, so you get that? Apparently our uh, best friend Valentine is, uh, is uh, ghoul meat. Probably dead or feral or something. Damn. I mean, he was... I don't know, somewhere between alright and acceptable and tolerable, but I hate that way to, that's a hell of a way to go. Yeah. Well, mystery solved. You ready to get back in the mystery van? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll hop in. Um, Mary Sue didn't tell us. I'm sure she knows. I'm not sure if you've been, you know, tuned in, but she don't tell us a lot. Yeah, yeah, I'm realizing that. So, I don't know. I mean, hell, maybe she had reasons, maybe she didn't. And do you think anything good comes from bringing it up? Hey, you can tell us your ex-paramour found himself on the business end of a ghoul's mouth? Right. But, I don't know. We're supposed to be a team. She either is completely heartless and doesn't care that her boyfriend's dead, or, what, she can't trust us with stuff? I don't know. Or she didn't want to talk about it. I don't know. Maybe she knew. Maybe she's processing it. Maybe she's heartbroken. Maybe she didn't feel the need to bring it up. You know, we've been rather distracted with various jobs and the fact that she's some type of semi-paranormal, uh, you know, half-dragonish creature. Right? I don't know. I mean, I, I get where you're coming from a little bit, but <sighs> it's just not a hill I care down. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to bring it up with her. That would be probably suicide. But, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, are you satisfied or do you wish to dig deeper? Not getting any earlier. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know what else we could find. Like, 
we'd have no way of getting DNA samples to see who actually turned him. I don't even know if that's possible. I'm assuming it's that video clip. Do we care? Not really. There we go. That's something sensible. Alright, look. Let's get back in the van. We'll go get some burgers and some beer. And, you know, maybe give you some uh, particularly high-grade 10W30. Yeah, we'll have a good evening, then we'll go back to our respective homes. All right, yeah. Sounds like an evening. So you guys go out, you have some soy wisers, chillax, and just just kind of bond and relax and not have to do anything for, you know, a while, I guess. Just I've been wondering, so, I mean, the chat we had yesterday, the, the whole group, right? Where, uh, I mean, I kind of brought it up first with wanting to get rid of Morgana somehow, right? Okay. It seems like Mary Sue has plans for it already. I'm just... I mean, I know I want her gone, and I'm not sure how you... I don't know. I don't know why you guys hate her so much. She's never screwed us. She gave us jobs that have paid us a hell of a lot of money if you can do the same math that I'm doing over here. I mean, what's what's the big problem? I mean, yes. Yeah, that's why I'm a little worried, right? You, you're fine with it. You want to stay in this line of work. I mean, even if I didn't, what has she done that deserves her to, you know, die? Like, I don't get it. My problem is she's powerful and criminal, and she could, I don't know, she could pull me in after I've gotten out. She can pull me back in. Well, that's on you. I mean, if she gives you an offer and you can't say no because you like how the math lines up, I don't know what to tell you. It's not so much that as she can force my hand, right? She could set me up to want to do it. Or not necessarily want to, but I have to, right? I don't get it. She just provides an offer. She's never forced us. But she's in a good, powerful situation right now. What happens if, say, I'm working for a security company, X, I don't know. I don't know who. Just a security company. And she has a team who's going to be going up against that company. And she knows the work I've done. She could blackmail me to force me to assist the team against my own company. That seems like a bit of a stretch. You're assuming the company that you would get this non-existent job for you know, would be involved in something worthy of a run. And that you would be working for the company. Man... And, and therefore, you have to kill her first? Y'all are some psycho people. Maybe not kill her, but... I don't know, make it so she can't do her job anymore? I can't think of any other way. I, I don't... Here's a way. Take responsibility and just say no. Here's an awesome job where you can make a bunch of money. And then you say no. And then she goes crazy, fine. You kick back or you have a conversation, but... I don't get it, man. Somebody comes up and says, Hey, I want to put a bunch of money in your pocket... And the very offer offends you so much, you think this person needs to be ruined? But it's not that... I mean, she's she's a professional criminal. She knows people who can just make things happen, right? Yeah, and, and they're called us. Yeah, exactly. She didn't call us for a Sunday social. Right, she orchestrated... Not Maybe not orchestrated, but she did the stuff that got you and the rest of the team out of your old company. Paradynamics, was it? Yeah. The same thing could happen to me again. Well, 
not not again, but you know what I mean, right? Same thing could happen to me. What happened to you? Yeah, you can lose your shitty day job and get a whole bunch of union. However, will I get through the day? I want that shitty day job. Do you think she cares? Go get you a shitty day job. Attach you various implements to your, you know, cyborg arms. You can put a broom on one, a swiffer on the other, and spray cleaning fluid. And no, I'm I'm going back to school. Right. Next year, my academic suspension goes away. I can go back to school. Okay, then go to school. Go in peace. But she... Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being over-paranoid. If not, you can deal with it. But, I mean, all she's ever done is said, here's a job. If you want to do it, you can do it. I just feel like this is all overwrought, you know. I mean, I get Marisha doesn't like her. I can understand that. I mean... It feels a bit catfighty to put a bit of a point on it. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I just thought of something. Mary Sue wants to stay in this line of business. Why does she want Morgana gone? I mean, hell, I'm trying to figure out why you wanted Morgana gone. Maybe she has the same thing. Maybe she blames her and, you know, I mean, look, what happened to Dynamics wasn't our fault. And if she wants to be pissed about that, fine, I get it. And maybe project some of that on Morgana as being a part of the criminal underworld, you know, complex or whatever. You know, I guess. But I mean, hell, I don't know what. If... I'm just thinking, like her staying in the criminal world, killing a fixer just seems like a bad idea, and you're not going to be able to get more jobs, right? Yeah, I kind of agree. So, I mean, that's why I was asking if you were okay with it, and you don't seem to, and I understand. But Mary Sue wants to stay in this line of business. So what's her endgame? Is she just angry at Morgana for something? Maybe because Morgana knows she's, you know, half-lizard? And that she just wants... Hell, that's my best bet. I mean, that's all I can think of. I mean, you know, Mary Sue, a lot of positive qualities. You know, but her temper is about as, you know, short as she is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Alright. I may bring it up next time we talk with her. Uh, if you figure it out, be sure to let me know. In any event, if we're good, I'll catch you around. Yeah, see you around. very nice and he's happy to play with it a little bit and ask you questions that obviously we don't know anything about because it's not because I don't have a robot arm and I can't have a robot arm yeah so sad about that I love a robot arm I take my gooey meat sack away and give me glorious chrome any day indeed I think I remembered reading that when I did some research that uh how'd you lose it do you have any points in con? You should roll your points in con. I should roll mine in con? Yeah. Okay. So in not very much time, you're going to be able to find 
the stuff you're looking for. You're going to be able to find the order that he was talking about with you inside the... You'll be able to find the order he was talking to you about when you were inside the... Fuck, I restarted so that I would say, like, the actual word for the exam room that we had discovered, and then I just fucking lost the word again. (laughs) Words are the worst. Absolutely. Um, So what would Chuck's reason for investigating that be? Other than it's just a puzzle. Well, sometimes a puzzle is a pretty good... Uh, pretty good motivator. It could also be like, you know, HMHEV is a is a dangerous thing, and who knows, Mary Sue could have gotten exposed at some point if they're calling for this stuff. Right. And there was a ghoul involved at the stuffer shack when you guys, uh, when you met these guys and you blew up. Yeah, and Chuck has video recording of that, so he would know that there was ghouls there. Uh, do you want to roll, like, logic plus intuition and see if Chuck puts together an idea? Sure. 13 dice, wow. Yeah, Chuck is smart. Sort of. <laughs> three hits. You think three hits is enough for him to question things? To question... Maybe. If they're a related situation, because it's in the same... Uh, yeah, it'd be about the same time period and whatnot. Yeah, be like a week or two. I don't remember the exact timeline, but it'd be a short while after your accident. RC, you will know that this. Well, you won't know, but for contextual point, this is the day after you got paid a giant pile of money. Uh, in the mid afternoon, we'll call it. As far as timeline. Wait, so this is later, later the same day, or uh, like I have recently had this money? The next day after getting paid. Okay, I'm with you. Mid after. And how much did we get paid? Do you have that off the top of your head? Thirty thousand. You said you said fifty. Thirty. <laughs> Thirty. I'm sorry. Damn. Are you sure you didn't say fifty? <laughs> Five hundred. Uh, Five hundred. Yeah. Well, I put it this way. Like, when the Europeans came to the Aztecs, they were not repelled by their melee sword use. Well, the Aztecs won. Well, that's, that's just... We're going to edit button that. Edit button that out. Because <laughs> historically, the Europeans used steel swords, so fuck me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go ahead and roll your memory roll... There we go. How many hits do you get? Oddly enough, in a moment of irony, R.C. cannot remember what makes up a memory roll. If he had to guess, it would be logic, intuition? Logic and willpower. Willpower, I got 50-50. There you go, eight. I thought for a moment there you were on point because you were like, the way you said it made it seem like you had gotten it already. Go forth. Make it, make it so. So what you're saying is, guy looking like the Unabomber is walking into this bar. Well, I don't know if he has a hood on. Do you have a hood on there, Chuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, he always wears his hoodie. Thank God. <laughs> and he'll point over to that guy whose name I'm about to randomly generate. Sorry, good names for what? Oh, man, I love things where I answer my own questions in the past. You want a famous elf? No, I was asking for... Um... <laughs> That was terrible. 
Um, she got uh, ganger name generators, and I googled it, and it took me to a Shadowrun Reddit post where the top answer on that was a post by me where I linked to a mobster name generator. <laughs> Reginald the Tiger. The Tiger, okay. Oh, do you want to pick a different one? No, because I just found out. I just thought of the reason why they call him the Tiger. Okay. He got That's calls. Good. What kind of help? Uh, well, there's been uh, been issues with uh, my uh, wow. Is Chuck having this much issue, or is it just us? Um, you know, let's let's roll con. See how bad Chuck is actually doing. Cause I think it's pretty bad. <laughs> oh, three hits. So he's not doing nearly as bad. In any event, if we're good, I'll cash around. Yeah, see you around. And scene. Oh man, there's so much shit that's going down. It's so good. Mercy's be like, oh, let's go cap it. Bust a cap in her ass. Mercy's be like, nah, fuck it. We don't don't need to worry about that. And then she just goes down in flames by herself. (laughs) But, uh. So if I'm so if I'm looking at this, Boz does not want to do it. RC is like seems like he doesn't want to do it. Michael is incentivized not to because uh, currently his family's being taken care of by Morgana. So really, it's just Mary Sue and Chuck. We'll see what happens. And Chuck is now on the fence with this talk with RC. <laughs> this is a beautiful thing, guys. Yay! <laughs> I'm glad I could help. <laughs> RC's like, I'm helping. Um, I feel like I didn't help. Did I not help? <laughs> it depends upon no, whose side you're on. The side of the story. Yeah, right? Um, I mean, I played it straight. That's how I play. I, I don't know if RC would immediately go to Mary Sue as part, you know, has a, has, has a master plan. <laughs> we'll see if she has any kind of plan after... Uh, after tonight because as always thank you guys for listening you are the reason that we continue to to do this come by check us out on Patreon we have a couple of different goals on there all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein you know we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game the Patreon link is going to be in the description and uh, tell your friends you know that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in depth you know spread the word and you know as much as I hate to drone on about it there's those things about five star iTunes reviews so but it is now time for the legal stuff the music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the without a net podcast the Tops Company has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph, sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. Music and sound effects are provided by Sirenscape, and 
I don't think I need to add anything else. So. Alice from Beam Burner Media strikes again. Club music by Royalty Free Beats. And, of course, the ever popular Eponema Daydreams, produced by Bird Creek Royalty Free. Both can be found on YouTube, and both are covered under the Creative Commons license and used with blanket permission from the creators. Sound effects were sourced from freesound.org, and those that weren't were sourced with permission from Sirenscape. See you next week. <laughs>